Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Hello! Boom, 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 boom. Come on! Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. It's going to be an interesting show today. Yeah? The search for a cod piece continues. Continues. We're going to talk corn dogs, catalytic converters, and Jimmy's got a new chair. <laughs> Every time I look over and I see his new chair, I laugh. I'm sorry, I don't know if that makes me a horrible person. <laughs> He's going to hate but, that thing. And they spent a lot of money on it to get it's it. like six grand. Six G's to get him this new chair. So if he doesn't like it, and you know how he is, too, he'll... Yeah. He's very stubborn. He so. hates change. He hates change. Yeah. I could see him parking that thing in the corner. Ah, uh, I don't know. I think we have to shame him into using it. Um, It'll be interesting because... Let's see if he can parallel park it. It drives itself... The funny thing is, it's got park assist. I went to trade my car in. Yeah. Subaru? Yeah. And that's what the dealership offered me for my car. You could have bought Jimmy's chair. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. On this day, March 9th, 1970, previously known as the band Earth, Black Sabbath changed their name. Iomi, Butler, and Ward stepped out on stage at the Roundhouse in London and made their debut as Black Sabbath. So we're playing War Picks for you this morning. Cruise News. Appearing yesterday in front of a parliamentary committee that is studying inflated grocery prices, the CEOs of major grocery chains in Canada denied that food price inflation was caused by profit mongering. Uh, All three leaders told the committee that food inflation is a global problem, and it was false to suggest that grocers were responsible. Grocery prices were up 11.4% in January compared to a year ago and then nearly double the inflation rate. At the same time, all three major grocery chains have posted higher profits compared to the last five years. Loblaws alone outperformed their previous best results by $180 million, about an extra million dollars every single day. CEO Galen Weston says that's because they have made bigger profits off of financial services, apparel, and pharmacy sales. The parliament, um, the committee has now extended an invite to participate to both the president and CEO of Walmart and the head of Costco Canada. Thank God. (laughs) They're going to get to the bottom of why these people are criminals. Yeah, they're all shaking now. Yeah. (laughs) They don't care. That went exactly how everyone knew it would. They're going to ask questions. They're going to deny it. They're going to say it's someone else's fault. Yeah. Yeah. We're barely getting by here. <laughs> We're struggling. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, I try not to look at prices in the now grocery store because I don't want to be angry. Now in they, the store, like how I was when I was looking at the hearing yesterday, my blood was boiling. It was, and then they're now they're uh, well. The, and then, the, the competition bureau is putting together a report to see if our high food prices are because of a lack of competition in Canada. Yes, <laughs> because we have an anti-competitive approach to business in this country. Because we stroke off all the big businesses. That's what they do. Yeah. It's, it's a big this. It's this. You, know, you want more money? Sure. We're going to create a situation where there's absolutely no way that anybody else can step into this arena. Right? Yep. And then they force everybody out. All the small guys get bought out. And, bought out. Yeah. It's a big... Mm, this is a, this whole thing that they're doing is a stroke off to make it look like they're trying to actually do something. Mm-hmm. And they're doing nothing. They're accomplishing nothing. They're just wasting money. And time. <sighs> yeah. Just... Get, you have to create an environment where they have to be competitive. Mm-hmm. That's the only way it's going to change. That's the only way we've Sitting gotten lower of, cell phone prices is... Someone new starts and offers a plan for 40 you bucks. You have to create a business environment where other people can step into it and force the big guys to. And then as Canadians, we have to go and we have to search out the, 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 the better prices. That's the only way this is going to happen. Agreed. You have three companies that run, run us into the ground, mm-hmm. right? That's, that's what's going to happen. And then all these guys, all they do is this is just another chance for them to meet and collude. Yeah. yeah. Right? They had a they had cocktails last night in some bar where they rented the whole bar and Laughed they sat down, us. giggled about the whole thing, and then made a plan to continue to screw Canadians. That's all this is. It's just an opportunity for them to get together. Oh, can we not do this story next hour? Kyle said no heart attacks before seven, please. <laughs> Cause if I were an Oscar Mayer wiener, everyone would be in love with me. <laughs> oh, I'm glad I'm not an Oscar Mayer wiener. That is what I never want to be. Cause if I were an Oscar Mayer wiener, I have them. there would soon be nothing left of me. me. Oh, I'd love to be an Oscar Mayer wiener. Why do I know that song? It's one of the greats of all time as far yeah. as jingles goes, yeah. I think. So the Oscar Mayer Wiener, uh, Grant applied <laughs> to drive it the uh, for the summer, didn't get a, a call back, um, and he was going to quit his job. He was going to take a leave of absence go on the road. from Cruise and go on the road and drive that around well, all talked summer. talked about seeing North America. And uh, anyway- What in- better way to see it from the driver's wheel of the Wienermobile? <laughs> it's in Vegas- and somebody totally rips off the catalytic converter. <laughs> really? Imagine being that thief. You see the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. And you're like, I think probably has a catalytic converter. <laughs> and you slide underneath and you saws all it off. And yeah. They... The balls on that guy, eh? <laughs> Here's the problem with that. Okay. Listen, and I am not... I'm not condoning catalytic converter theft. If anybody is familiar with this show, I don't know why. I think, honestly, I think the people that do this should be flogged mm-hmm. in a square in the public. Like, people should be allowed to go downtown and 
and throw rocks at them. Yeah. I just, I don't know why it makes me so angry. This is, it's just like, I think you said it one time. It's just because it's so senseless. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, it's, it's impacting people in a big way. Yeah. Yeah. You get into your car in the morning, your catalytic converter is gone. It's a huge hassle. It's a big expense. It's, it's yeah. Anyway, uh, but the thing that, that I was thinking about this is if I'm the guy that did this, am I going to be able to last very long without telling my buddies? That you stole the catalytic converter off the Wienermobile. <laughs> For sure, you'd want to tell somebody, you'd have right? To. You'd want to. It's like if you saw the Batmobile on the street, you yeah. stole the catalytic converter from the Batmobile. Are you not going to tell your buddies? Absolutely. You're going you're gonna to brag about this. You're going to. Yeah. He's Beacon right now. He's a he's a Vegas resident, and he's told at least two or three people because it happened on the weekend. <laughs> happened on Saturday. Yeah. There's no way he hasn't told a couple of people. And he's grinning from ear to ear because mm-hmm. he got away with it. And I hope they catch him. This story is just the worst. See what I did there? Uh, uh, <laughs> There's no puns allowed on this show. <laughs> You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Okay, you might be getting sick of this because I definitely am. James P. White, member of Monster Pro Wrestling, started out just over a year ago. He was a heel. He was a leader of the Carnival of Chaos. Uh, Giant Peter, Giant Jim, it doesn't matter what his name was. Jimmy Peter or something. Something. Anyway, he now is a member of the the good guys. He's massive damages, um, belt boy, so he's got to carry his belt around because... Because he has three belts, so he needs help. In between matches and... Slap and tickle. There's no slapping and tickling. All those sweaty areas. Yeah, anyway, yeah, don't want chafing. Um, so Jimmy has a new outfit and we have had this problem with Jimmy and costumes in the past where his, something gets too his tight and junk then protrudes and sticks out. right out and it's like 3d, yeah. right? It's like 3d penis. He had to retire a, a Yoda costume cause it was like, you wore it to a golf tournament and everyone was like, like "Whoa, what's <laughs> hello? Going, what's going on?" It just dinger. Some of the ladies out. were happy. <laughs> All right. So anyway, um, Jimmy um, is trying. He's tried a couple of g strings that was not yeah. working. Um, so now we found a cup. So he's actually wearing an athletic cup today. Let's see. Let's do the big reveal. You know what? That is your best one yet by far. Because there's still a bulge, but, but now it's not, it's not something it's not coming like, at you. Yeah, it's not like... <laughs> <laughs> hey, you need to go to Facebook to see what you just did. Yeah. Because <laughs> the other ones, it's like some sort of alien arm. Yeah, it's like... Yeah, it's, it's like, like when in alien, alien when the hand arm. is reaching out. Yeah. And this is... This is like just a bulge. This is a normal bulge. Remember the remember the monster that pops out of the chest of Sigourney exactly Weaver? Exactly what I'm thinking of. Yes. Yeah. That thing. That's what anyway. it looked like. <laughs> it did. Yes. All right. I think you're on to something now. You also ordered something on Amazon? Yeah. It's, yeah. 
supposed to be it was supposed to be here yesterday. So we actually just today. got off the phone with Phil, and Phil was like, "Why don't you get a cup on the on the kid?" Yeah, so you can right. So this was kind of good work, Phil. Phil sort of nailed it. And he has good there's, intuition. There's some guys in a machine shop are working on something some, too. I think. <laughs> there's some metal project happening right now. <laughs> You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. This kind of creeps up on me now, and uh, I'm, I usually, I'm not aware of it for whatever reason when it does happen. Yeah, I mean, either I usually usually forget about it, and I, think I don't back, know if it's because it's automatic now. Yeah, it, most clocks change themselves. Not most, your Subaru. Yeah, not the Subaru, but most... Um, like computers now, phones, everything sort of adjusts to the time change automatically. Mm-hmm. So I think there's less of a concern. I remember back in the day when it was happening for us in radio, you we'd run ads for like a week. Like, change your don't clocks. forget. Because you had to change your alarm clock, you had to change your watch, you yeah. had to change everything. I never had to. Daylight save. Yeah, that's right. The scat. Yeah. You're annoyed by the time change. I hate it. Yeah. <sighs> Is this the Just one that one. Me- <laughs> yeah, is this the one that messes everybody up? Yeah, cuz we lose an hour of sleep on this one. Okay, right. All right. So Sunday you spring your spring forward clocks ahead. Yeah. 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 Or Saturday night before you go to bed or whatever the case might be. So we'll be losing an hour of sleep. I thought we were getting My rid of this. Two schedules way off. Does it mess your like your body up too? My eating schedule will be off. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah, it's See, only one hour, and you feel like such a wimp because of it. But it, it really, I do notice it. In I my don't. Day. I, it doesn't it really. A couple weeks from doesn't me really bother me. Yeah. I, you know I what? I barely notice half the time. The thing is, I think it's because we're morning people. So I think. Yeah. I think but, evening uh, people probably will notice night owls like Grant because if it's. Springing ahead, I'll probably be Jimmy. really hungry when I get up because I. Oh, you say eat you'll probably tweet. be up still when the time changes, and then on Saturday, yeah, yeah, uh, drinking. <laughs> you'll be like, I don't do that as much. Three Saturdays. in the morning already. <laughs> I don't do that as much Saturdays. That's Friday. <laughs> anyway, a heads up. Um, that that's that's happening this weekend. The old uh, the the time change. Or in the locker room on ninety five seven Cruise FM. So apparently the CPC Pierre Polyev has been using a hip tune, Fifty Mission Cat, when he walks out or something. Yeah, at his rallies, uh, part of their their conferences and stuff. Um, and playing it. It got. Uh, it was online a couple of days ago, and then the hip weighed in, and and anyway. So the the guitar player, is it Paul? Paul. Langlois. He was like, "They're not allowed to use our music. I'll look into this." And then, like a little while later, they tweeted, and they're like, "Turns out it's a licensed venue, and they can do whatever <laughs> they want. <laughs> so it's okay." Yeah, the rules are <laughs> different in Canada, yeah. right? So if if you are performing or you're doing a show or whatever, and you're and you're at a venue that actually pays their SoCan fees, they can put whatever music they want on, right? Yeah, it, it would be like. If you heard me say something on the radio and you didn't like my stance on something um, and you were in a band. Yeah. And you're like, I don't. You couldn't call up. You couldn't be like, hey, Locke's not allowed to play the Tragically Hip anymore. Yeah, because. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in the Tragically Hip. Or, well, actually, this kind of happened in Winnipeg with me with the Trues. 
because mm-hmm. I used to say how much I hated the trues on the air <laughs> all the time, and the band didn't like that. Oh, that's weird that they didn't enjoy you saying that about their own music. <laughs> <laughs> I took one of their tunes, uh, ready to go, not ready to go, not ready to go, <laughs> and I took the uh, the producer of the of at the radio station, and I had him insert every time they said not ready to go mm-hmm. i had him count one so the whole time the song was playing it's a three minute and 30 second song and they say not ready to go 32 times yeah so i would play that version of the trues tune <laughs> and they were oh, just wait till all the bands that you've destroyed their songs and made them jimmy tunes we're, there's gonna be a lot <laughs> yeah, of music actually, we're not gonna be allowed to play yeah, yeah. So the Trues were trying to get me to stop. Well, stop their record that. company was trying to get me to stop playing the version of the Trues song where I had the producer counter account every time. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just trying to make a point about how repetitive that band is. <laughs> what, what do you think? Uh... Oh, never mind. So, so they, this is the song. As long as they're in a licensed venue, they can, play. can continue playing the Tragically Hip, as long as they're paying their royalties. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. So, I um, I have a hard time with this story. Yeah, this is, uh, this will make you angry, too. Um, how, how old is Rodney right now? He's not a year yet. Okay, so he, a year in June. June first, he was born. So you so. guys even ha- haven't even had him a year. Nope. No, we got him in August. Kingston's going to be two next week, March fourteenth. So okay. We'll in a month or so we will have had him for two years. A lot of COVID dogs, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people working a big from home. Thing during COVID was people getting dogs. I can't believe you've had him for almost two years. I know. And and you know what? I can't believe that we have a dog. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. Quite often, I'll look at him and I'll go, "I can't believe, yeah, we have a dog." Yeah. Well, because I was, I wasn't anti-pet. Mm. I just, I had a bit of a traumatic experience when I was a kid. So my first dog, Lance, was a little. I don't, know, I don't even know what the hell it was. It, it, it was a mutt, but it was a wolf. It was a small dog. Lance mm. was a little guy. And we were out walking, and I was, damn it, seven or eight, I think. And a big dog came up, grabbed him, and killed him right in front of me. And so that'll traumatize you. That will traumatize you. And then I had a couple of dogs when I was in high school. So we had Sandy, and then we had um, Curtis, Curtis Lowe. And Curtis got eaten by um, Sandy Dottable Age, mm-hmm. and I told you the skunk story. Yeah. About the... D- right, yeah, yeah. That was traumatic. Um, and also, uh, Curtis got eaten by coyotes. Hmm. Curtis was a big golden lab. And when we had kids, w- when I was in radio at the beginning, we moved constantly. Yeah. We were like all over the place, so we never really established roots. And the girls would have loved a dog, but we were moving, and then once and then we busy. got settled in Edmonton, they were busy, like literally. And I, I said to the wife, "There's no way I'm putting a dog through that. Mm-hmm. Like we're we're never home. We're always out. Yeah, the dog it's needs like seven days a week, right? So when COVID hit, and then my wife was working from home, we started talking. The girls are gone now. Mm-hmm. We have more time for a dog. 
We started to talk about it, and she seemed interested because she wanted some company. Yeah, she was right. lonely. Right. The girls are gone. <laughs> <laughs> so she agreed to it. So we got a puppy, and uh, no regrets at all. But what's happening right now is Alberta shelters are saying they've had this increased pressure because people are literally just driving up to the doors, and yeah. putting pets in front of them, and then leaving because they didn't like the idea. It was, you know... It's not going well for them. It's, it's everything. It's Dogs, awful. cats, yeah. um, rabbits, like anyway, everything. And the shelters are bursting, and people are trying to yeah, pass them off as strays. They're trying to, like, here's my, we found this stray on the side of the road. Uh, here it is. And then they, a lot of them are chipped, and they're like, this isn't a stray. This is this is your, your dog. dog. Yeah. And, yeah, it's horrible. It is. Um, so the, the one thing about it, and worth mentioning, is if you were thinking about getting a pet, now might be a good time, right? Yeah. You're going to get a, a, a pet that's a couple years old. You need a dog. Yeah, I Jimmy, know. you need a dog. Jimmy, if I you just use yours. One. I, whenever I need a dog, I just come to your house. Can't you um, get one in the den? At, no. I think we've talked about this. We've talked about Jimmy. Pet free. Nobody has a pet in no. the dentist Abbey. Nobody has snakes there, for sure. Speaking of that, someone is moving in across the hall. Oh, there you go. You for got sure, somebody in that building has a snake. So, yeah, or yeah. turtle. Turtle, snake. Something. Yeah. Cat. Bonnie, you tell me Bonnie doesn't, doesn't have, have cats. a cat or seven? She's a cat lady. No, she does. She doesn't. Red? Red's got something with an iguana or Red's. something. No, I think he eats them. He's that took a turn. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Locker room presents the Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. Some people just cannot follow rules. Like, they always need to have these weird little hills to die on. I think that's what's going on here. This is a guy that refuses to wear his seatbelt. Yeah. Probably hasn't paid his taxes in a while. Probably no registration on his car. His car, by the way, is the one with the giant missile on it, on the roof, that reads Russia is a terrorist state. You may have seen him driving around Edmonton. Kind of hard to miss him. Uh, So this guy... Also, just really loves his chickens. This Edmonton man, Ivan, uh, chose to go to jail instead of getting rid of the chickens in his backyard. He hatched them in his backyard in East Edmonton. I guess he didn't have a license for them. The city told him to get rid of them. He didn't. So they put him in jail for a weekend. In there with the murderers and the drug dealers. A guy that has six chickens in his backyard. Uh, This isn't the first time he's had run-ins with the law either. He was once fined for riding his bicycle with a herd of mountain goats. (laughs) If you're wondering what kind of guy this is, he also rides a unicycle. So, Just to prove that he's a troublemaker, he says he plans on getting pigeons next just to really annoy the city. I'm glad this city was able to throw this criminal in jail to deal with those unruly chickens in his backyard. You know, he really should have just stuck to smoking crack on the train or bear spraying people as they got off of city buses. None of those things will get you imprisoned. But having a few chickens in Edmonton, and you might end up in the slammer. The Grant Report is brought to you by our new merchandise. Beer makes you smarter t-shirts. Available now. Text for the link to shop. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Jimmy, are corn dogs Korean? You would know. Why would I know? 
Well, your grandmother was Korean, right? North. No. What? I've had Someone no. needs to explain this to me. So uh, they just have taken it and run with it. Um, Korean corn dogs. They're American, obviously, but Koreans have just made them Adopted so much them? better. Okay. Um, there's a bunch of Korean corn dog places opening. There's a new one in West Edmonton Mall that I was showing you. Yeah. That yeah. looks amazing. That's... Okay. Yeah, that's why I've been thinking about corn dogs nonstop. Because you sent me that link yesterday. There's one on Thirty um, Fourth Avenue too called Gangnam Street Food. Okay, which looks amazing. I'm so hungry looking at these. So they've t- obviously they've taken the corn dog thing and just sort of made it their own, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, we had a Korean dish last night, actually a Korean chicken dish. Oh yeah, yeah, nice oh, with the make good foods. Look at these. There's these. This one has. Not only the corn dog inside, but it's stuffed with mozzarella cheese. Oh my god! There's they, one they look with, so good. Um, you sent me the link yesterday. Sweet potatoes all the way around. Chicken nuggets on the outside of them. What is this place called? This is the one in the mall. The one that you sent me the link for, right? Chung Chun. Okay. Rice hot dogs. Okay. There and they go. got the corn dogs. Yeah, and the Gangnam. Oh, Gangnam Street Food as well as on Thirty Fourth. There's also. Umami dog, which is Japanese hot dogs that's really close to us here at work. Okay. And they look amazing, too. Anyway, I, and this is brand new at, the, yeah. at, at West Edmonton Mall? Yeah, West Edmonton Mall, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to Because you're, you're a corn dog a guy, right? I'm a corn dog guy. So are you willing, are you, you're not stuck on, like, traditional, though? Like, you will try a Korean corn dog that's filled with cheese? Um, Or are you... <laughs> There's some in here that I'm I'm against, mm-hmm. I'll be honest. But I'm not I'm not upset about some of them. Yeah, the squid ink one doesn't sound great to me. No, I'm gonna avoid that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> There's one that's wrapped in like it's covered in like French fries that are cut up and Yeah. Sweet mayo dips and wasabi dips and spicy mayo dips and hot sauce and sweet chili. They got a whole bunch of different stuff too that you can you can do. I gotta go get one of these. You need to. I I absolutely have to. <laughs> the store's new. Yeah, they just opened up. Yeah. All right. Another moment with Doctor Locke. This segment generally I use it to justify my own way of life quite often. <laughs> Mostly yeah. you're drinking. That's a good point, actually. Anything that you do, you're like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I usually just find articles that um, support my stupid way of looking at life, mm-hmm. and then I present them as as uh, as a Doctor Locke segment. This one, though, I got to admit, I I need to I need to work on this one. Okay, it's, it's the level of salt. Oh, I guess yeah. it's out of hand. We talk about sugar all the time and how much of a poison that is, and. And the fact that we eat way too much sugar in North American culture now, salt is just as bad. They're actually so concerned about it in developed nations that they're trying to find ways, like the World Health Organization, um, which we don't trust, by the way, <laughs> uh, is trying to find ways to bring down the average consumption of of salt. By 30%. Uh, apparently, we consume, on average... Um, we're supposed to only have five grams or something, and we okay. and most people have ten grams a day. <laughs> See, I don't add salt to my food. Well, I'll I add, do. I'll add pepper, but I don't add salt. But 
I love salty food. Yeah. Like I like give me a pretzel that's oh, got yeah. salt on it or whatever it is. If it's salty, I'm I'm enjoying it. We got the sea salt at home. Yeah. So yeah, you're adding salt to everything. The wife is on me uh, uh, fairly often, right? Like she'll mm-hmm. she'll catch me. She'll be like, too much, too much. Stop putting salt yeah. in there. Yeah. yeah, I'm bad for this. <laughs> Worth highlighting. We we eat too much salt. And the other thing that happens, you, you'd be surprised. A lot of the fast food that we eat mm-hmm. for taste, right? Because they want you to like what they're yeah what they're you know shoving through the window. They want you to come back. A lot of it has like way too much sugars and way too much salt in it, right? Yeah. Apparently, I was I was reading that about uh, some of the restaurants. You'd be surprised. Like, there's a lot of salt in things, and there's salts in things like bagels and well, it's, like things you wouldn't normally sal- think there'd be salt, salt in. The salt makes you want more. Yeah. Right. You get yeah. the taste, and it's like addictive. Yeah. Ding. This is a study. Study about clowns, Grant. You're the study king. Yeah. It was about why so many people are afraid of clowns. Um, like, is it the makeup? Is it the how, what their their movements? Whatever it is, fifty three point five percent of people are afraid of clowns, and they said it doesn't come from bad encounters. Okay, it's not like when you're a kid, a clown scared you, or you watched it, or whatever it is. Um, they found the the majority. Ronald McDonald followed you into the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Was <laughs> a happy meal. <laughs> uh, no, they found uh, the strongest factor was hidden emotional signals because of clown makeup. When you okay. look at a clown, you can't see their true face. You can't understand their emotional intent, and there we don't know what they're doing. So that's where the fear comes from for a lot of people. The one percentage breakdown for me was they were talking about people with phobias over- overall. If you yeah. Take- if you take an overall look at the population, um, there was like 3% have um, phobias of injuries, 2.8% of the population has a height thing, um, 1.3% has a, a flying thing. 3.8% of the overall population is scared of clowns, which I thought was kind of high. Is like there, it's higher oh, than heights. Yeah. Is there any numbers there for fear of little people? Uh, no, that one did not make this study. I'm... So it was 53.53% are afraid of clowns, and then that number was people that are extremely afraid. Yes, yes. Yeah, so like phobia. Yeah, yeah phobia, like where I can't like be in the is- same room with somebody dressed up as a clown. Yeah. Or I'm going to pee my pants or cry. Or faint, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. So I don't like clowns. Mm-hmm. But I don't have a fear of clowns. Right. Like, they I also, make me uncomfortable when I'm around them. Yeah. I'm, how often am I around a clown? <laughs> yeah. Twice in my life? I had a buddy who used to dress up as a clown all the time because he knew how much I hated it uh, back in Winnipeg. I also... This is going to make me sound bad. But I also don't like people who do magic or card tricks. And I kind of put them all into the same category. Yeah. Like if you somehow, for some reason, think that you need to be a clown and dress up as clowns or get hired at clown parties, I think you're weird. There's something <laughs> wrong with you. And if you're that guy that's pulling out a deck of cards to show women card tricks, tricks at a at a staff function as well, yeah, I'm gonna judge you, and I try not to, but I I hate that person. <laughs> Those p- people fascinated with magic too and want to do magic tricks and hide coins behind your ears, yeah, don't ever do that to me. I might fight you. <laughs> You don't trust them. So it's the same thing. I, I put them all into the same category. Yeah. Clowns, card trick people, magic, 
What's wrong with me? Anyone that <laughs> likes joy. I I love when you say things like that. When you say, oh, if you do a, a trick to me, I'll fight you. That's really not a threat. I've seen you fight. Exactly. That's Thanks. a good point, Jimmy. Thanks for clearing that up, Jimmy. Yeah. Oh, I worked with a guy that always walked around with a deck of cards. See, that would be annoying. There's a time and place for that. Oh, he was constant. It's like the guy showing you YouTube videos all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. And now, the locker room presents Star Wars News. Now, your host for Star Wars News, James P. White. Okay, as everyone knows, yesterday was the second episode of The Mandalorian Season 3. There was a lot of stuff that happened in that episode. I'm not going to give any... uh, Spoilers. Spoilers. But the previous episode, I made four predictions. Three of the four happened. So, do you give spoiler stuff in your pocket? Oh, 100%. Okay, so you... I do a total breakdown of the entire episode. Okay, so you can't like, watch. Like I, I talk about the Jedi uh, Jimmy. The, no, yes. I never, I never watch his podcast until after I've watched the episode. <laughs> but look, there's a lot Not of stuff. Not as many people talking about. No, they watered it all down again. Like when the Mandalorian first came out, everyone I knew was talking about it. Now yeah. none of my friends talk about it. No. Yeah. There's just I'm so not... many Star Wars things again. I is think that, they just don't it? want to is tell this, you. Is this good? Oh, yeah. <laughs> first episode is good. Like it's still enjoyable, but there's not that hype that there was. Oh, are you watching? Yeah, I watched the first episode. I haven't watched. I'm going to save it. How many episodes in total in this? Eight. Eight? So when all eight drop, I'll probably just binge it one weekend and <laughs> get out oh, of Oh, there's going to be a lot of stuff. And without without giving any tea, uh, spoilers, Grogu is turning into a badass. So the Jedi Jimmy podcast comes is, out every Friday. Comes out every Friday. So tomorrow is Thursday. Tomorrow you're dropping it. Yeah. Today's Thursday. <laughs> You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. I would we be willing to bet that not many people know what Ozempic is. Right now, you know, maybe six months ago, not many people would know. More now. Now the ads are everywhere. Yeah. I was watching hockey the other night, and there was ads all over the boards but, for Ozempic. But Ozempic... You might know it, like hearing it, but you might not know what it is. Maybe, yeah. Like, that's the yeah. other issue, because they never say what the hell the, the drug is. If I wasn't on the show around you guys, I would have no clue. No. I, and again, um, I had no idea until a couple of months ago. And I looked it up, because yeah. I was, because I, I was, my I wife pe- and I were joking about the Ozempic ads, because what is Ozempic? So I started putting it on the grocery list. <laughs> And then I was like, I better figure out what this is. It's a drug. It started out as a drug for diabetes. Type 2 diabetes drug. It still is a drug for diabetes. It still is. And it's, it yeah. maintains your sugar levels, right? Uh, there's an Ozempic ad right there. Yes, we got to have a TV in the studio, and there's literally an Ozempic ad. On. And they run constant yeah. on the sports, for whatever reason, on sports channels, constantly. So you're the one that told me that people in Hollywood a couple of years ago started using it for... Weight loss, severe, quick kind weight of loss. known as the Hollywood drug now. Yeah, and it's what everyone uses for their weight loss. 
What do you think about this? Weight Watchers buying the company that sells it. It seems so. They bought a company that subscribe, like not the company that makes it, but a company that can prescribe it. I guess. Okay. Weight Watchers bought them, so now if you're doing Weight Watchers, you have easy access to get Ozempic. I guess is the idea in the states. Yeah. Okay. Which like seems Weight Watchers isn't about drugs; it's about controlling how many calories you eat. Yeah, right. watching. Like I just you thought eat. it was wrong. I, yeah, it I, feels I, weird. I, I didn't like it. There was a lot coming out about. I don't want to say anything bad about Ozempic. I'm sure it's helped lots of people, but um, there's a lot of stuff coming out about it right now. It's I about people getting very sick. Um, there was a big study about it's leading to blockages in people's intestines and, and, and stuff like. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not good. Yeah. I. I think if you know anybody that's taking this for weight loss, you might want to give them a little quick little chat, right? Because mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think that's a good idea. Again, we should not be giving medical advice, and for no. the most part, it's generally from a from a position of humor on the show. I think most people understand that. I am not a doctor. I jokingly put doctor on my scene card. So if you look up my yeah. account information, it says I'm a doctor on my scene card. <laughs> it's probably um, illegal. Which is probably illegal, by the way. But this Ozempic thing is not a good idea. And it's kind of like... Bad idea. It may be a little too good to be true. No free lunches. <laughs> yeah. We talked about that before. It's a little too easy. Yeah, yeah. If you're taking a shot every morning and you lose 25 pounds in a, in a month... Ugh. Who knows? Maybe it is a miracle drug. All right. Well, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to retire. I think he's going to play. I think most people are of that opinion now, right? Yeah. At the beginning of this whole saga, which it is, um, wasn't there most people leaning on the he's not coming back train? Um, I think so, yeah. And then he went on his darkness ayahuasca retreat or whatever the <laughs> hell that was. And they went and stayed in complete darkness for a few days um, in a little hobbit hole. So the rumor now is the Jets. Yeah. Why, why do I want to see him in New York? So it's kind of funny, too, because it's like, oh, he's following Brett Favre. Yeah. Right, because Brett Favre went from Green Bay to the Jets, had an awful season, like one of the worst seasons of his career, then ended up going to the Vikings after that. But, yeah, he's going to follow Brett Favre's career. <laughs> Doesn't... um. Doesn't the Jet don't they have a decent team though? Like, aren't they building something that people are talking about at least from a defensive perspective? Yeah, they just had no quarterback last year. Yeah, they had that Zach Wilson kid. Yeah, who was just like a hit and miss. He was, yeah, he was not a a good teammate. I don't think. Okay, and he was, didn't play well. And, and then they wanted Derek Carr from the Raiders, uh, but he ended up signing with the Saints. Yeah, so now they're saying, oh, uh, they're going to get Aaron Rodgers. And apparently they're meeting with him. They're, they met with him this week. So I do get a bit of joy from the um, the continuous bad play of the Jets. Like I, it, I don't yeah, know why, but I, I kind of enjoy it a little bit. It, it's it's just like they're always finding ways to screw <laughs> up, to miss the playoffs, to lose games. So um, seeing always. Aaron Rodgers go to New York and then tank the Jets would be awesome. Would be fun to watch. Yeah. I think. Um, and then the other the other rumor is that Tom Brady might be coming. Out of There's it. talk that Tom Come Brady. Come on, 
no, might unretire not. once again. Is he jealous about all the Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. Like the fact that everyone's talking about Aaron Rodgers? He's like, I got to get back into the conversation again. Everyone's like looking at his Instagram and he's like posting pictures with his cat and stuff. And they're like, he's bored. He's coming back. He's going to play for Miami. <laughs> Look at this, Tom Brady comeback, 100% in play for 2023 season. Patriots broadcaster says Tom Brady is in Miami and he's there to play. Ha! He said, no, I'm not, but I can't see it happening. Can you? What what broadcast is he supposed to Fox. be on? He's going to be on the Fox broadcast? He signed a deal with them to basically start whenever he wants. So he's got... So he ha- he's going to go to school or something and train a bit? I don't think he needs to. No, but I've I think it's just if he wants to take time off where he's not around football or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, we'll keep an eye on that. Todd, he better not come back. He'll come be on, a Tom. laughing. He'll be a laughing stock. Favre did it because uh, he retired after the Jets and then unretired to play with the Vikings. Favre wasn't 45. He was pretty close. <laughs> You're in the locker room on Nutty 5.7 Cruise FM. Jimmy's getting a chair adjustment. Yeah, he finally got his uh, Stephen Hawkins chair in here. <laughs> I was saying to Grant, um, I, uh, the wife and I contemplated flipping the car because mm-hmm. it's, gonna it's trade about to roll over 200,000K. And so we took it in and... Uh, they offered me six grand for it. <laughs> and that it wouldn't even buy Jimmy's chair. <laughs> Jimmy's chair is over $6,000. Yeah, the show will sound different now that he has his new chair, too. Like, Did they figure out, like, this his... is James Peter White. Just... <laughs> no, it doesn't have a voice box. <laughs> Does the chair feel good, though? He's still got to figure out the adjusting the foot. Foot, yeah, this the whole, chair's got hydraulics why, in it. It goes up and down by itself. It's, it's quite slick. The reason why we had to get Jimmy a chair is because we have a stand-up board. So he has. We have the higher stand-up like, desk. Yeah, um, we have the higher chairs. So Jimmy, he's a little person. He's only four feet tall. Um, sits with his feet dangling off the end of the chair all morning. Four and hours it's been every bad, morning. It's been bad for his back. When he gets off the chair at the end of the show, he's literally like in pain for like ten minutes. So the company was like, we'll look into a chair, and they found this 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 uh, really cool chair. The back support is great. The yeah, it's just. Well, it's just, I sat in it this morning. It's. I just wanted to see if my ass would fit in there, and um, we widened it. Yeah, and it it's a comfy chair. Oh yeah, yeah. we just got to get that thing set up so that your feet are are adjusted yeah. to it. When when he was adjusting it and he adjusted the back, I just about landed. He's on also it. got his own car phone in it now, so it does not have contest, a car phone for contests. You could just call Jimmy directly to his chair. We looked up all the accessories you can buy for it. Yeah, <laughs> you can get a cup holder, <laughs> a flag. <laughs> You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. On time and under budget. Sounds like it, too. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.